Single and Happy in Charlotte, Episode 002, Single, Happy, and Confused. Today on the show, my first guest, guys, my first guest. He is a Facebook friend. He's a friend friend because I know him in person. I've met him in person. Cool dude. I call him my football hubby, so all of y'all who are on my Facebook, you already know who I'm talking about. He has the funniest memes. Um, it's my husband, Kareem. Um, so he will be here later on in the show. We're going to talk about how Raven's losing, and we're going to talk about um, CIAA moving from Charlotte into Maryland, where he lives, uh, Baltimore to be specific, but he's a, he doesn't live in Baltimore. Um, we're also going to talk about pre-dating. What is pre-dating, you ask? You got to stay tuned to the show. Also, you will hear more shit from the blog archives and Thailand tips. Welcome to Single and Happy in Charlotte. your girl Ty how y'all doing y'all doing all right yes I know today is Tuesday and not Monday like I promised to have the show out every Monday it it wasn't gonna happen yesterday and I didn't even want to explain it just wasn't going to happen it's not gonna happen every Monday I'm already I'm gonna tell you that it will happen once a week (laughs) hopefully no later than Tuesday and here we are it is Tuesday (laughs) Um, I know it's kind of old, but how was your weekend? (laughs) It wasn't that long ago. We've had some great weather here in Charlotte. Um, I believe Sunday, I almost didn't need a jacket, but you know, I'm always cold, guys. So I brought my little jacket with me as I sipped my mimosa and started to watch the Ravens. And I'm all excited. That's my team, y'all. Okay, you're probably wondering, if I'm from New York, I live in Charlotte, why am I a Ravens fan? So, when I was living in Maryland, I, my my ex-fiance, I'll, I'll admit, he put me on to football. He put me on to the actual game. Because in New York, I mean, you have your football teams, but basketball is the sport in New York, okay? Basketball is the sport. And it wasn't until the 90s that um, football, national football, came to North Carolina. And that is the um, Panthers. And I don't really like the Panthers. I like their colors. That's about it. But it wasn't until I moved to Maryland and I started dating my who, the dude who became my fiancé. You know, he's a diehard Ravens fan. And, you know, we went to the games. We watched the games. And we just had so much fun. And I grew to not only like the team, but the sport. So I am still a Ravens fan, you know? I mean, it. it people think, well, y'all broke up, so you shouldn't be a fan anymore. It doesn't work like that, guys. I still eat crabs, and I don't live in Baltimore anymore. I mean, it. <laughs> you're not going to take everything from me because of that one person, Okay. Really, the only thing that I needed to leave behind was, well, two things. 
was him and that job at the association. I will get into that later, later on, later on. Okay. Anyway, um, I mean later, not today, but later. <laughs> All right. So guys, um, so yeah, my team lost to the chargers. Um, and, and ladies, by the way, if you are not into sports, I promise I will not go all the way in with this game, but you might be single because <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But listen, you, you don't want to turn on lifetime when there's a game on. If you, if you are dating and your man is in one room with his boys and you ladies are in another room, you know, doing something else, you got to get into football. You got to get into football is really big. You got to get into football and basketball, and you may not want to follow the entire season, but always catch those championship games, those all-star games. Um, NBA All-Star will also be in Charlotte this year, next month. I mean, these are where the men are. If you're looking, okay, get into those sports. Um, I'm not going to get into... R. Kelly too much. That was something else that happened this weekend. Everybody knows about the, um, was it a six-part series? Because I only saw it for three days. So, okay, so each night I think they offered two parts to make it a six-part um, series, docuseries, about R. Kelly, and or R. R. Kelly survivor, surviving R. Kelly. Um, guys, I think if you know me by now, you already know that I've been stopped fucking with R. Kelly. I wish radio, and I'm so glad I have this podcast because now I can say what I want to say. And I hope somebody from the two major, um, R&B outlets here in Charlotte, V101.9 and, um, 105.3. I hope someone can hear me. I hope someone will share this with somebody. With one of those tied to one of those stations, stop asking people. Should we play R. Kelly? Should, what do you think? You you need to take a stand and say we are not going to play R. Kelly anymore. Stop playing this man's music. How? Wh why? Why is he playing? Is he paying you? Okay, I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down. Because what will happen, and what's been happening happening for, for me for years now, is that whenever I hear an R. Kelly song, I turn it off. I'm listening to Spotify. I'm listening to, um, you know, whatever's on my, on my phone. I'm listening to um, Pandora. I'm listening to YouTube. So, <laughs> stop playing R. Kelly. I mean... Back in the day, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, radio used to be about... Black radio was a thing. It was called black radio because anytime you wanted to, you know, stand up for civil rights, anytime you wanted to speak your mind or you, wanted, you want to shout out the community, you would turn to black radio. It was a powerful vehicle. Now you got the internet telling you what to do? Really? So one of the stations posted on, I think, Sunday on Facebook. They asked their listeners to tell them if we should stop, if they should stop playing R. Kelly. And why are you asking them? Just stop doing it. Just stop doing it. All right. And I get it. I know some people will continue to support him and 
like I said, I really don't want to go all the way in with this, but listen, at this point, if you're still supporting him, if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, just remove yourself. If you call yourself a friend in person, just lose my number. I mean, we don't have anything in common at this point, so... Because I don't understand what excuse you can come up with to continue to support this dude. <sighs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys, listen. I did not want to go all the way in. Let me go back to sports for a second because the biggest story, and I'm in Charlotte, so I have to talk about this. The biggest story right now is the CIAA. It's the college version of NBA All-Star, if you will. If you're not familiar with it, just Google CIAA Charlotte. Um, it's about four days of nonstop partying. The tournament is a basketball tournament for black college, um, black colleges in the CIAA conference. Shout out to Bowie, my daughter's school, Bowie State. And shout out to Johnson C. Smith, of course, because they're here in Charlotte. And shout out to my school, St. St. Augustine's in Raleigh. And um, these are, among others, these are all CIAA schools. So CIAA has been in Charlotte for over a decade. Um, I'm so old, I remember when it used to be held in Raleigh. When it was in Raleigh, it was all about the school, it was all about the colleges. They had their parties, but it did not grow into what it is until it moved to Charlotte. It became more about the parties and the events. You have people who would come to Charlotte and didn't even know what a CIAA is. And I thought that was crazy. Um, there's a lot of shootings that happens along this, this during that time of year. A lot of price gouging. But you know what? They're finally leaving. They're moving to Baltimore um, in a couple of years. So next month and next year will be the last two CIAA, CIAAs that we know of to be held in Charlotte. And what's funny about that is... I'm, I mean, am I glad to see it go? I, at this point... <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. It, it's run its course. I mean, am I bitching about them throughout the whole time they're here? No, because I don't live close enough up to uptown. I live close to uptown, but I don't live that close to where it wait, keeps me up at night. And I do turn up a little bit, so I I know when to stay out of uptown. I know when to where where to go when I'm ready to turn up. Okay, I don't have to be around the ratchetness. Having said that, yeah, the price gouging is a bit much to do the same old day parties, to do the same thing, to see Kate Capri. No offense to Kate Capri, but, you know, I can see him anywhere, anytime. <laughs> but um, it's funny because during CIAA's heyday, two, three years ago, um, about the time I moved here, that's all everybody was talking about, CIAA. But people were complaining because of the traffic, the price gouging, the violence. Now, it seems like everybody is like, wow, I'm going to miss CIAA. What about the money? Now, keep in mind, yes, I did say CIAA is moving to Baltimore. But, and Baltimore is a lot more violent than Charlotte. Please understand but I'm hearing reports that the reason they are moving to Baltimore, CIAA is moving to Baltimore, is because of an incentive. What that incentive is, I have no idea, but 
it sounds like money to me. So, you know what? CIAA, you had a good run here. It's time for you to move on. And that's all I'm going to say, okay? I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm so glad they're gone. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, you had a good run. It's time to move on, all right? That, that's it. Um, and I need another reason. I really don't need another reason, but I need a reason to get out of Charlotte. So <laughs> there you go. Um, listen, thank you for allowing me to waste your time. I want to get into some of my blog archives, but <laughs> guys, I did not pull it up. So as I pull it up now, I will, um, try to <laughs> get into, I'm going to try to get into some of the guys I've been meeting on online dating. So I've been meeting a couple of guys. I don't know if it's because it was the end of the year, beginning of a new year, but a lot of men have been checking me out on the dating sites and on Facebook. Um, so I'm talking to a couple of guys now, and, you know, there's really not much to say, but there is a lot to say, really. I mean... We're talking older men. We're talking men in their 40s, 50s, mid-40s, early 50s. They don't know. A lot of them still don't know how to ask you out on a date. They want to text back and forth. They want to message you back and forth. And, you know, I'm I'm a little over it now. So I might be taking a date break soon. I don't know yet. But I feel like sometimes when it's not fun, it's time for me to fall back from the the um date online and offline dating scene because I I miss having fun you know it's, it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be fun um I don't know if you guys watched um it's it's off the season is over now and it was a new show on own on the own network called ready to love and um one of the girls on there she actually found love but I noticed that a lot of what she did was have fun, you know? She wasn't asking a bunch of questions. She wasn't inter inter it wasn't an interrogation um, with the other guy. And shout out to Alex. Um, I'm glad you're getting better. And, uh, you know, I just pray for your continuous recovery. But um, Ashley, his, his now girlfriend, you know, she started out, you know, they just had fun dancing and drinking. And, you know, I was wondering, I was like, um... When is she going to get into, get get serious, you know? But that's not always a good thing. You don't have to start off being serious all the time. You can just take it light and just see what happens. Just see what happens. All right, guys. So I do thank you for joining me. And I have found the article that I want to um, read to you guys. And it is called... Everyone ain't built to be single. Again, this is Ty. This is single and happy in Charlotte. And I thank you for wasting, for allowing me to waste your time.
Alright. Single and happy. Everyone ain't built to be single. Apparently this is part two. Where is part one? I'm really confused. Where's part one? I don't know. Let me see if I can find part one. Sorry, guys. I'm just not on point with this. But I'm getting it together. Y'all just continue to pray for me. Okay. First dates? No, that's not what I want. We're going to go back. We're going to jump into... I think this is one of the guys that I was dating who used to live in New York. And I'm always going to be attracted to men from New York because I'm from New York. But there's a lot of them down here, Joe. I was driving home from Food Lying the night before last, looking like the black Unabomber in my gray Ravens hoodie when it hit me. I got folks waiting to read the rest of my New York story. Um, oh, here is part one. So let's click here and see what part one is about. Everyone ain't built to be single. It's not here. Ah, I don't know what that means. But guys, apparently I was writing about one of the guys I was dating at the time or went out with. But let me just jump into part two. There are better things to do in the wintertime besides sleep it away. But that is exactly what she planned to do with her lazy Sunday afternoon. It was too damn cold to roll out of bed for no reason. But Mr. New York's phone call after the first of several major snowstorms was a pleasant reminder of how New Yorkers keep things moving in the winter. No standing still, no waiting for above freezing temps to appear, none of that. He asked her to come over and watch a movie. Yes, this was not too long ago after they had met in Chelsea. She obliged. She obliged. Okay, so this was when I was visiting New York. <laughs> she arrived to his one-bedroom basement bachelor pad <clears throat> somewhere in New York. <laughs> he might be listening because <laughs> we're still friends. She arrived to the smell of steak and rice. The brother can cook. He was a brown Oh my God, please. I hope he's not listening. He was, he was brown skinned. I'm not going to give any more away. Um, he clearly lived in a gym. <laughs> um, I, I remember you could feel every muscle when he hugged. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so... They knew they were going to be naked within two hours. She just hoped he was going to deliver in a timely manner. And by timely, she meant, please don't let him be a minute man. She drove all the way from where she was <laughs> staying <laughs> in the cold. There was food, there was wine, <clears throat> there was food, wine, and great conversation. They would laugh about people and how pretentious they are, especially in a club. Um, but who cared what others thought they cared about? Who cares? Who cared? I didn't care at the time. <laughs> I was horny. <laughs> um, you know, so plates were clean and all of a sudden there was a brief pause in the convo. Sort of an, it was an awkward moment for the both of us or them. <laughs> when he reminded her of the movies he had lined up, she was coy about it, but followed him. To where the TV was <laughs> in the bedroom. All right.
right. And it was now a matter of eating and running or laying up and <laughs> getting eaten myself. <laughs> well, you know, I <laughs> I don't want to read the rest of this. <laughs> Um, shout out, because by now you probably know who I am talking about, hey? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm not going to read any more of this, guys. <laughs> Sorry. But, um, it is on the blog, and, uh, you know, if you want to read it, you can read it. I'm just not going to read it for you. <laughs> but listen, um, I feel like this, and you can judge all you want. All single women, even my own daughter, because she's now of age, shout out to Tyra, she just turned 21 on the 5th, but all grown women, grown women, you know, safe women, healthy women, you you can have a home moment, a homing, I call it a homing, this is a whole moment, this is when... You have a moment where you might want to do a one-night stand. You might want to have sex with more than one person in a week. I'm not saying that that is or has ever been me. I'm just saying as a single, healthy woman who is responsible, you have a right to those moments because, hell, the men have been doing that for years, okay? Now, I know this is probably not what you want to hear in light of the R. Kelly stuff, um, but I'm not talking about girls or women being manipulated into or co- coerced into statutory rape or into rape. I'm not talking about doing something you don't want to do. I'm talking about taking control of your body, of your sexuality, of, of who you are and go after what you want. And then go home. That's all I'm talking about. You have a right to that moment. I'm not talking about cheating on your man or your husband or, you know, doing something that can, you know, put you in the hospital and put you on penicillin or whatever. I'm talking about taking control of your sexuality. Every woman has that right. That's all I'm going to say. All right. <laughs> it was good. That's all I'm going to say, too. <laughs> oh, thank you for letting me waste your time with that one, guys. guys so now for the first time i'm going to bring in my guest my football husband kareem um in in order to do that um there may be an awkward pause while i bring him in um maybe not i'm gonna see if i can edit do some better editing this time around um and we'll talk to you soon we're gonna try this again guys um, I have my football husband here. His name is Kareem, and um, you know we're both Ravens fans. He lives in Baltimore. I used to live in Baltimore. Anyway, this is my football my football hubby. Anyway, he shared an article with me about pre dating, um, and it's on the EXO Nicole website. 
it's about how men now, I think this is the millennials doing this though, how they like to size you up and see if you're good enough for a first date. It's pure bullshit to me, but let's hear what my man has to say about this. Take it away, Kareem. Okay, so I was asked by my football wife, Ty, to record my thoughts about pre-dating. Apparently, there's this uh, new thing where guys take a woman out on a pre-date to determine if they're going to go on a real date. And there was an article that I shared with Ty, and um, I guess she'll post it to her page, but... My thoughts on it is that's a bunch of bull. Um, guys are using that as an excuse to pretty much get out of really courting a uh, woman. And especially if if uh, you spent time, you know, a couple weeks or whatever prior to going on the first date, then why would you need to go on a pre-date? So guys, I'm I'm saying we have to do better. You know, um, it's bad enough that that our women look at us in a bad way a lot some of times. Y'all. Anyway, <laughs> we're looking at some of y'all. Right here, predate that doesn't help. And for the guys that try to say, well, well, no, nah, we're doing this because women try to get get uh, free expensive meals and drinks. Nobody said take the woman to Ruth Chris on the first date. Um, a first date doesn't require you spending a whole bunch of money to impress her. It's all in what kind of time and thought you put into the date. Thank you, hubby. All right, guys, that will wrap up this week's episode of Single and Happy in Charlotte. Next week, I have another guest. Um... My Thailand tip for the week is it's not too late to start school, start a new career, or build a business. But tomorrow's not promised either, y'all. So get to work, make something shake, move it today. Uh, Single and Happy in Charlotte is a production of Thailand Unlimited, the home of Thailand writings. Welcome to Thailand! And I'm out.